this is Judy Kopenberger, best-selling author, international speaker, money whisperer, financial guru, and creator of Money, Truth, and Life. Welcome to the Money, Truth, and Life podcast. For today's show, we are going to be sharing good tax law changes for 2023. And I brought with me a six-pack for this conversation. So I've got six top relevant tax law changes that are really going to make a difference on your bottom line this year. So let's get started. Number one, capital gains tax. So capital gains is that tax that applies when you buy something and you sell it later for more money. So if you buy some real estate, if you buy some stock, and in 2023, you're going to be selling it for an increase, for a gain, There's going to be a tax that applies, maybe, but it's way better than it was just last year. And this is a huge help to people that have been sitting on those appreciative stocks that have been um, growing and it's time to sell. So what the rates have changed to for 2023, if you're filing married and jointly, Uh, are $89,000 that you can have gained in the stock that you're sold or the real estate that you've sold, and there is zero tax. And that's an increase from last year. And if the gain is between $89,000 and $553,000, way higher than before, your tax is 15%. And if you compare to the last couple of years, this is an excellent, excellent, excellent change for us, um, it's it's fantastic. So um, you can basically go up to half a million dollars in how much you've earned or gained in what you're selling and uh, pay only 15%. So rates before were higher and the thresholds were much lower before those taxes would apply. So again, keep in mind, I'm giving you the married and filing jointly rates They can be different if you're filing single, head of household, or any other status. So the best way to make sure that you have the perfect relevant information for you is to go to irs.gov, that's irs.gov, and look up the schedules for exactly what you need for your filing status. You want to have good information when you go in before you make a sale or redeem any stock to make sure that you are... um, you know, projecting the right numbers that you're going to need. So that is awesome. That's number one of our six that I wanted to share with you. The second thing is for everyone, the federal tax brackets have changed. They have been adjusted for inflation. So what that means is the percent of tax that you pay in each section of income So let's say you have 100 taxed at one rate, the next 100 is taxed at the next rate, the next 100 is taxed at the next rate. That's how it works. So it doesn't mean that if you're in a high tax bracket, every dollar is taxed at that rate. It's only the percent in that certain bracket. That's why they call it brackets. So here are the new numbers for 2023. If you are filing married and jointly, So you can have on your tax return an AGI or adjusted gross income of up to $22,000 before there's uh, any tax. At $22,000, the tax is 
10% all the way up until $89,000. Then between $89,000 and $190,000, it's 12%. Then between $190,000 all the way up to $364,000. That's after your deductions. It's 22%. And if your AGI is over $364,000, in, in 2023, your rate is 24%. So all of these brackets have been increased. So that means you have less percent of tax on all of those dollars all the way up the bracket until you get to the top. That is great news. Great news for almost everybody. So again, remember, I'm giving you the percentages and the numbers for married filing jointly. Now there's married filing separately, head of household, single. There's all kinds of other statuses that have different rates that could apply, different brackets that apply. So make sure you go to irs.gov to get yours. Um, and I think you'll find good news if you compare it to the years in the past. So tax brackets, adjusted for inflation, more great news. So here's another one. This will apply to people who are in accumulation mode. So if you're saving for your retirement, if you're contributing to a plan at work for your future, thrift savings, a 403B, if you're a public employee or an educator or work in the public sector somehow, a 401K, if you work for a private company and they have a retirement program available, a 401K. The good news about 2023 is the amounts that you can put into these programs, pay the tax later, right? Defer the tax, um, have raised. So if you're up to 50 years old, if you're under 50, they've added $2,000 that you can put in as a max into your 401k. So if you're in your later years and you've already raised your kids and paid off your house and you know, you're doing well financially and you've you make a lot more probably than you did in your early years, and you have that extra cash you can put into your retirement program. This is awesome. Awesome news. So you can put now into your 401k or any of these other qualified programs at work, $22,500 or up to a quarter of your income. Uh, and that's 2000 higher than it was just last year. Now, Better news, if you're 50 or older, you can add another $7,500 to that amount. So we're looking at a lot of money that you can put away, right? 30 grand. So, and that's up a thousand. So you have 2,000 more you can put in than last year if you're under 50, 3,000 more you can put in if you're 50 or older. That is awesome for people in that category, just trying to tuck as much away as you can before retirement. Um, the government's actually helping us do that this year. So that that's a great perk. And that was number three of our six pack. Number four, now this applies to people who are preparing to retire. Like, so these are folks that are up there in their late 60s, maybe even 70 or so. So it has to do with the RMD. And what that stands for is Required Minimum Distribution. Now, this is the rule for many, many decades that said when you have money in a 401k or an IRA or a 403b or any of these retirement programs that are designed for income later, 
when you have all that money stacked up over there in the corner in a deferred tax program, at some point you have to start taking that money out, take distribution, so IRS can get their tax, right? Because this is money that hasn't been taxed yet. And IRS is saying, wow, when are they finally going to start taking this out so we can get the tax we've waited for? And they have waited patiently. So for many years, the rules were at 59 and a half, you can start taking money out of these retirement programs, but it's at your discretion until a certain age. And for many years, it was 70 and a half, the year in which you turn 70 and a half. They raised it a few years ago. They've raised it again coming here in 2023. So now you can retire whenever you want and turn on that distribution, but you don't have to take it. They don't force you to take it until now, age 73. It's incredible. So for people that want to start taking it, no worries. They had that option before. But for people that really don't need it and they don't want to take that tax hit yet, they can defer that forced distribution, required distribution, until age 73. <laughs> That's awesome. So for those of you planning and wishing you could kind of hold the dam back and not have to take all that taxable income, you have another year of grace before you have to do that. Excellent, excellent news. Here's another one. This one kind of cuts both ways. So if you're an employer or an employee, um, you really want to know about this new rule. So there's a rule that's been around for a long time, and it has to do with the 1099. It's an IRS form called 1099, 1099. And what this does is it says, if you pay anyone for services rendered and they're not your employee, right? It, they're like independent contractor for you. It might be someone that takes care of your pool or helps you in your home, or they put together a website for you at your small business or, or they work out in the yard, something like that. So it's an independent contractor that you hire to do something that is not your ordinary business, right? So you pay them, but they're not on payroll. I mean, they're not being paid from your business. But the IRS wants to know that you paid them, right? That they did some work for you. So the form you file to report that is called a 1099 form. And there are many kinds. Some are associated with interest that you earn or dividends that you earn. But the big change this year is the new spotlight on the money that transfers electronically. So it used to be in the old days, we would just pay out cash, you know, get out the old purse, open the purse strings and, and pay cash. Then it was checks and it's easy to track that. And then, of course, through payroll, it's easy to track because we keep records of that. But what happens when people go on YouTube and they start getting uh, advertiser money from YouTube? You know, that's all new. So there was no way to record that. What about all these cash apps and Venmo? And PayPal, where people are transferring money back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all the time. It's like, I cut your hair? Oh, just pay me on Venmo. Well, that was all new, so there was no record of that. Now we have a record. So all of these companies that move money online now have to report that. And that helps the IRS keep track of when the money moves and when people are providing services. What this means for us 
is when we have uh, a requirement to report income for things that we do that are uh, valued at $600 or more, there's an easy record of it. So if you're a dog walker or if you're a handyman or you're doing things for people here and there and you're really not sure, was it over $600 I earned from that family or that business this year or was it under $600? Was it over $10,000, under $10,000? I don't know. And so you end up all winter going through every transaction in your checkbook to see yeah, you add up all those numbers and maybe it's not your thing, you know, the accounting, but it's like, which ones need to be filed? Was it over 600 or under 600? And you're telling all those things up. Now it's automated. So all these cash apps, PayPal, Venmo, all of these um, online money transfer transactions are reported and you get one nice, neat report of exactly what was earned if it's over 600. If it's under that, don't worry about it right? You can do work for a thousand people. And if you charge them each $500, there's no 1099 required. But when you go over that mark, that's when IRS has that reporting. So the new thing is just an increase in the requirements of companies that pay you online. Um, and that's something that you want to be aware of. Um, but it's really going to be much more convenient for people receiving money. Now the report's already done. You don't have to worry about that. So that's number five. Number six has to do with gift tax and gifting. So there is an increase in 2023 in the amount of money that you can give away to another person. They don't have to be related. It can be anyone. You can add, uh, they've added $1,000 to what you can give away without uh, triggering a requirement for the, the gift tax return, right? Or a reportable gift that you're making. So for 2023, it's 17,000. It was 16,000 last year. And what's cool about that is for people that want to reduce their taxable estate for estate tax purposes, right? So when you, you die and you give away millions and millions of dollars, there's a tax that could apply. So some people want to give it away while they're living. It's more fun anyway, right? You get to watch the kids and the grandkids enjoy that money. So for people that want to do that or just give to a neighbor or whoever they care about, it's $17,000 now that uh, before it tr triggers anything. But what's cool about it, and this has been true, but now it's increased, is if you're married and you want to help, uh, let's say your daughter and son-in-law buy their first home or do something just really special for them. Maybe you're helping them get ready for their nursery to, you know, they're going to have a baby and you want to help them somehow with money. A husband and wife can each give $17,000 to any person in any given year. And if let's say it's your daughter and son-in-law, you can give it to each of them, right? So 17,000 from mom to daughter and son-in-law, 17,000 from dad to daughter and son-in-law. You've quadrupled the amount that you can give without tripping the wire, right? Without causing a taxable gift. That is excellent news. So it is higher than it was before. Um, so if you add up and you've got, you know, several children and maybe grandchildren, you can give a lot of money away before a gift tax would apply. And just to remind you that gift tax is paid by the giver, not the givey, right? Um, and there are 
deductions and there are exemptions amounts. And so it doesn't mean you have to pay on the first dollar, that gift tax, but there are requirements for reporting and uh, filings that need to be made. So you can give a lot away anymore uh, without having to worry about um, all the laws that would apply with all the accountings and things like that. So more great news. And then uh, one thing that's the same for 2023 is if you enjoy giving charitably, so this is not necessarily to your children or your neighbors, but if you like to give to your church or to some um, humanitarian causes or just causes that you care about, you know, whether you love animals or you love people or you like to do things around the world to help out, um, the rule is still the same for 2023 where you can deduct the charitable, qualified charitable gifts that you make up to 60%, 6-0 of your AGI, which is your adjusted gross income. So you take all the money that you earned, take your deductions off of there, and then you can take that bottom line is your adjusted gross income. You can take up to 60% of that number, additional deductions in charitable gifts if you want to. Fantastic. That is so fantastic. Now, that's not a new law this year. It's been at 60% for a number of years now, but it's great if you have a chunk of money. Let's say you sold a property or you had a big liquidation event in your business. You inherited a bunch of money and you want to give it away. You can give a lot away and take it off of your uh, income this year. If it happened to be high because of capital gains, what a great way to offset it and make a difference out there in the world, have an impact. So gifting great thing. We can give more away. Uh, IRS is helping us do that. So thank you, IRS. Uh, so this is a happy little six pack of six of the law changes. All of them are positive the way I see it. Um, I'm really excited about uh, the changes that have happened. Part of it is uh, new, administrat uh, new administration. Part of it is helping recover from the last several years. Uh, financial that hit some folks pretty hard, but um, all good news, all good news. So I trust that there will be one or two or maybe all six of these tax law changes that will make a difference for you. And I trust that this information is valuable for you. And I expect that it is. So if that's true, I want you to subscribe to this podcast. It's called Money, Truth, and Life. And we'd like to hear from you, join our community give us feedback, let us know how this information impacts you and the decisions you're making financially at your house, the choices you're making every day regarding your money and how you're doing better because you know better. You can share this with your friends. Uh, visit our website, judycopenbarger.com. On that website, there are helpful articles. There are YouTube videos, all kinds of information for everything financial for small business, small ministry, and personal finances. Everything you need to know is right there at judycopenberger.com. You can also, through that website, access the Money, Truth, and Life online mastery program. And the Money, Truth, and Life online mastery program is a series of courses in every area of personal finance. It covers insurances, estate planning, all the legal things you need to know about your businesses and about your personal finances and legacy planning. It covers your cash flow, cash reserves, all the investments that you can think of, taxation. There's a lot of information about taxation, which is what we're talking about here. 
So five courses are there. You can go take a whole course. You can take just a class or two in any of those uh, areas of or disciplines. And that's the Money, Truth, and Life online mastery program. You can go right through judycopenbarger.com and get there. There's also a book by the same name, Money, Truth, and Life. It's a best-selling book offered anywhere bestsellers are available. So you can go to Barnes & Noble, Target, Books A Million. Easiest place probably uh, is uh, the Kindle version or the paperback version right there on Amazon. You just click a couple of buttons and for the price of a couple cups of gourmet coffee, you have a book that will resource you and um, provide relevant information for you to make all the right choices moving forward in your family for personal finance. Everything is right there. So it will be a great resource for you. And it's one of those books you kind of want to keep on your shelf. It's not big. It's not cumbersome. But having it on your shelf keeps it relevant as you move through life. Because financially, you're doing things this year that you won't do in two years. And in two years, you'll be doing things that you aren't doing two years from then. So it's a moving, breathing plan. It's a journey. And one year you might be thinking insurance. Another year you might be thinking tax. Another year you might th be thinking there's a real estate transaction or a business decision I need to make. Another year it might be about retirement planning. So there's always this ebb and flow of information that you need. And the best way I can think to be prepared and know the right questions to ask is to have that primer level encyclopedia base of what you need to know to know what's next. And Money, Truth, and Life does that. It is a version of Money Truths. It's how money moves and what you need to know to do well um, in any of these aspects of life financially. So grab a, grab a book or two of that, stick it on your shelf, give one to somebody that you care about. Money, Truth, and Life will really make a difference in your journey. It's just knowing the mistakes to avoid, <laughs> right? And you'll learn from real stories, real people that um, made mistakes and other people that did well and do what they did. There are YouTube videos. Um, just look up Judy Kotenberger on YouTube and you'll see, you know, an array of any, any financial topic you want. And of course, you can follow me there on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, we are there. You know, if people are there on social media, we are there um, to bring money truth to the world. And that's part of my legacy, part of what I love to do. So I trust this has been valuable for you. Um, I expect that it has. Until next time, I'd love for you to pick one or two of these tax law changes that will make the biggest difference for you. Apply them. Learn more about them. Talk to your accountant. Make changes in your payroll deductions. Whatever you have to do to take advantage of the good news that is coming our way in the tax code for 2023. So make it a great day. And I'm Judy Kopenbarger. God bless.